0: Hi, my name is Kirk Hamilton, your host of the Staying Healthy Today Show. This is a show where we bring you key experts in the fields of nutrition, prevention, integrative, and lifestyle medicine. Today's show topic is how a former New York City police officer and current Brooklyn Borough President reverses diabetes by diet and is transforming healthcare in his community. My guest today is Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams, He is a former police officer, as I said, and I first came across or crossed his path when I was at a preventive cardiology conference that emphasized plant-based nutrition, and he gave a very powerful talk on his transformation health-wise and also his vision for the people in New York City and the Brooklyn Borough in particular. And so I was moved by that, and I have since played his video, which shows his transformation from forks over knives, over and over and over again. So I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy day to coming on the show today.
1: Thank you so much. And you know these are really exciting times. I always said that I didn't think I would live long enough to see an African-American become the president of the United States. And once that happened, I understood everything was possible if we just really put it in our scope of being. And I thought I'd never see healthcare change in direction. Uh, clearly, we are going to, we're on a good path, and we should continue to move forward.
0: Well, can you just talk about your, your basic background, your professional background, and how you got to where you are right now?
1: I was a police officer in New York City, and I was considered to be more than a police officer. I was a, an advocate about effective policing in the city. And I was extremely vociferous around changing the relationships between police and the communities that they uh, are patrolling. And I took that in a very real way, and I was able to move up through the ranks in spite of sometimes taking controversial positions on policing. And I became a special assignment police officer, then a sergeant, a lieutenant, and I eventually retired as a captain and ran for New York State Senate, served for seven years, And then I ran for a position called the Brooklyn Borough President. That is probably equivalent to, in a lot of areas, equivalent to the county executive. I am the county executive for the Borough of Brooklyn. We have five boroughs, five local municipalities in New York City, five counties, And Brooklyn is the largest with 2.6 million people. If we were a separate count, a separate city would be the third largest city in America.
0: So your health, how did it go from bad to
1: good really quickly? What happened? That's a great question because it didn't go from bad to good quickly. The advanced impact came about quickly. The erosion probably started years ago, but by the time we reached a level that the signs of bad health is noticeable, it is in the advanced stages. And that is what happened to me. I was out of the country in Dubai when I was receiving pains in my stomach. I thought it was colon cancer because I lost a good friend to colon cancer and had the same type of symptoms. It did not move. It was just in one place. And after returning to America, i decided let me get to the doctor and you know you know men you got to drag men to the hospital and so when I got to the doctor the doctor did a colonoscopy and an endoscopy and he determined that what I was feeling in my stomach was a small ulcer but when I came from under sedation he stated the real crises that I was experiencing was that my diabetes was at a dangerous level my A1c was high and at that same time, my I was dealing with some serious vision issues. I, I lost my sight in my left eye, and I was losing it in my right. And I was having serious issues with cholesterol as well as blood pressure. And I had numbness in my hands and feet. My right thigh just basically lost the feeling there because it was nerve damage that was equated to the advanced stages of diabetes. So I was in some pretty bad shape. So visually, if you saw me, you thought that I was... Basically in good shape, but it was, you know, I never took the internal selfie that I needed because the erosion of the diabetes just reached a very dangerous level. And the doctors were surprised. They said, we don't understand how you're not in a coma right now because you're at a very serious state with your diabetes. And we need to put you on insulin right away and also give you two medications right away.
0: Did you know that you
1: were diabetic before that incident? Had no idea. The symptoms that I was feeling, I did not equate them to diabetes. You know, the tingling is sort of a, is a feeling in my hands and feet and thigh. It's like when your hands and feet fall asleep because you were sitting on them for a long time. So I did not make the connection. This is a diabetic, an advanced stage of nerve damage as a diabetic.
0: How did you get then? When you got suddenly that health information, how did you attack it? Because you have a kind of an assertive attitude. What
1: did you do to start transforming your
0: thoughts on health?
1: When I went to my internist, I'll never forget what he said. It rang in my ear. He says, Eric, you are going to be on medicine the rest of your life. And that just didn't sit right to me, that I was going to be on medicine the rest of my life. And so, as I always say, I did something extremely scientific. I went to Google and looked up reversing diabetes. And this was after visiting five doctors here in the city. And as you can imagine, being the county executive, I had access to some great medical professionals. And I recall walking in their offices one at a time, looking on the walls and seeing these prestigious degrees and certificates acknowledgement in their, their medical profession. And they all said the same thing for the most part in different ways, that it was hereditary since my family had a history of diabetes, including my mother and my sisters, and as well as sharing with me that they could slow down some of the impacts, but, you know, it was going to reach dangerous levels no matter what, and that there was really not a bright future in front of me. And There was not much they can do but to use the prescription and use the information that my internist initially gave me that I had to go on those medications, particularly insulin. They were very clear. One doctor said, Eric, it would be malpractice of me to let you leave this office without injecting you with insulin right now.
0: So what did you do then to switch over your diet and exercise program? What happened?
1: After doing research online, I came up with some great amazing doctors who decided to reverse and heal and not just treat and one of them was Dr. Dr. Esselton from Ohio Cleveland Clinic. I called him up and shared with him my prognosis and my diagnosis and he stated to fly out to see him. I flew to Ohio to the Cleveland Clinic and on my way down I stopped in the airport and saw another book from another great doctor that that has now become a good friend, Dr. Greger. He had a book called How Not to Die, and I read that on the plane, and I was just blown away of what I was reading. I, I said to myself, "Is this possible? Is this guy a real doctor? <laughs> to, to talk about disease reversal and reading the story about his his mother and his family members, it was just it was just too much to believe." It was as though I was waiting for Rod Sterling to come out of the plane somewhere and say Eric Adams has now entered the twilight zone. <laughs> you know, it was just unbelievable.
0: So I only have 10 minutes left with you and I, and I really want to get this out because you, you have such a
1: valuable story. So what did you actually do? What did you do to change your life? I listened. I, I was told what I could eat, what I couldn't eat. There were some great books. Forks over knives, forks over knives, meal plan. When I returned to the city, I returned with a vengeance. I uh, threw out everything in my cupboards that did not fit into the new lifestyle, my new norm. And three weeks after, my vision cleared up and my ophthalmologist was was blown away. Three months after, when I went back for my next test, my A1C reversed, my blood pressure normalized, my, my cholesterol normalized, and the ulcer went away. And it was just a change i was a new person 35 pounds later and i was just an entirely new person
0: so i i don't want to put words in your mouth but you did a strict whole food plant-based diet correct
1: only way to go a strict whole food plant-based diet no oil you know probably a little bit stricter people often use the term as a vegan or vegetarians and all these different terms i'm just a straight whole food plant-based guy you know, because like I like to say, vegans like Oreo cookies and Coca-Colas, and that's not in my diet. It's about healthy, whole food, and that has been what has turned me around. I've seen in your
0: video that you actually have, you bring your food in and you're making your salad and your packages
1: at work. You know, you're you're making it all together in all your food. Is that correct? Yes, it is. My life is busy, extremely busy from, from sunup to sunup. It never stops and I have to create an environment where I can be prepared to move. So I've learned ways to ensure that I do food prep at the beginning of the week. I have a nice thermal bag so if I'm on the road I can carry my food with me and just learn different tricks, how to look at the side menus, in restaurants, to put together the type of salads so that I want to eat, or to eat before going to restaurants, so I'm full and I can just have a salad while I'm there. So I built my life around eating, and eating is not built around my life. It's a different concept where I make sure that I feed myself first before I go into what I do. What I do in my life as an elected official.
0: So, just for the record, because I've seen that video so many times and I've showed it to so many patients, his uh, President Adams A1C, his hemoglobin A1C, which is a marker of high blood sugar, came down from 17. I think it was five down to 5.6 or seven. And that took how long? Yeah, the, that transformation? How long did it take to do that?
1: It, it took three months. The first, the first test that my doctor had was a 17. He sent me back again, and the, the one that we have with our document says 13. You, Either way, you know, anything in a teen is a dangerous level. As you're reaching a coma level, and it took three months. After three months, the numbers went down to a 5.7.
0: Well, there's two areas I want to get at before we let you go, and one is first responders. You are a police officer, and you tell you know the food you ate. I was a an ambulance person before I became a PA, and so I know that kind of lifestyle. But I actually see in a clinic that I work in, Firemen and policemen who are getting screened for heart disease, and I so thought of you as such an inspiring story for them. and so I'm wondering if you could say a few words to first responders about how to take care of their health.
1: That is so important. A first responder should not be responded to because of their health crisis. The number of officers I served with who are now on what's called the heart bill. They have fed hardening of the arteries. They are prematurely losing their lives with strokes and other conditions. The job is stressful enough, and we, now we put more stress on ourselves by what we eat. And so we're doing exciting things here. We have the first of its kind in the city of New York in the oldest hospital in America. We have a clinic that's going to be a whole food plant-based clinic. This is really going to change the game of medicine. We're moving to have Meatless Mondays in our hospitals. We're doing Meatless Mondays in our schools. There are a few vegetarian schools. We're int- introducing a plant and vegetables with using new technologies in our classroom. It is very exciting what's happening here. We're moving in the right direction, and we think there's a great future for, for not only for Brooklynites and New Yorkers, but for Americans, if not the globe. So,
0: do you have any final thoughts about what you want your vision? Because in the last part of your video, which I'm going to attach to this YouTube, it shows you walking across the street saying your vision of what you'd like to
1: see for the health care of the Brooklyn Borough and, and New York City? It's, it's, it's not about living forever. We've never signed a contract during birth that immortality is part of the characteristic of this human experience. But it is about not having our grandmothers unable to identify their grandchildren because of dementia. It's about not going to dialysis three days a week, three hours a day, because diabetes has robbed you of your kidneys. It's about not having to watch the number one cause of non-trauma limb amputation is diabetes. When you start to accumulate that in this country, the number one killer is heart disease and is treatable and reversible for the most part. A chronic disease will hijack your life. It takes away your family. You're no longer yourself. You spend hours worrying about the next test. You talk, talk about who's going to put their children in some form of health care system, and I don't want that for Americans. If my mother was able to reverse her diabetes at age 80, then I want other mothers to do the same. You know, I served to protect the city as a police officer, and I took an oath to continue to serve in protecting them, and that didn't stop because I lo- stopped wearing a blue uniform. It would always continue, and I want families to have a healthy life and we can raise healthy children and families throughout this entire country, and health care should not be in the way of that.
0: Well, I'll just say amen. You gave me goose pimples there. So (laughs) I'll let you get back to work. I know you're busy. I want to thank you, President Adams, for your time. But most of all, your, your passion and your example, because that's really what will help a lot of people. So thanks again for being on the show. Thank you. Be well. And I want to thank you, the audience, for listening to this edition of the Staying Healthy Today show. And until next time, stay and be well. And I'll have links to that video and a summary of this Um, in my podcast. Take care and have a great day.